everyone. Welcome to another episode of A Word About Wealth, a podcast where we tackle the often complicated world of money and finance. My name is Kevin. And this is Van. <laughs> what a sultry <laughs> voice right there. Jeez. <laughs> what we do here on this podcast is take a common sense approach to all topics surrounding money. We'll do our best to define topics. We'll give some examples. We'll learn about Van. Yeah, I threw that in there. Yes, yeah. But uh, <laughs> ultimately, are you ready for this? We want to make finance feel like the best seat in your house. The best seat? Yeah. You know, oh, wow. most people have their love seat, you know, it's like, oh, cool. Actually, yeah. your couch is pretty comfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's like the yeah. most comfortable spot. That's how we want to make finance feel for you. Wow. wow well put. Well put. <laughs> okay. What else was I supposed to say? Okay. It is important to note here that uh, we are not financial advisors, nor do we pretend to be. What we share on this podcast should be taken as general education and financial entertainment. It should not be misconstrued as official financial advice. That's correct. Mm. All right, Van. How's it going? It's going well. Are you? Is your cold better? My cold's a little bit better, but a uh, little less, you know, uh, cough drops in, you know, in front of me. Well, I hope, I hope you're feeling better, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you. How are you doing, sir? Not bad. Not yeah. bad. Uh, we, I'm, I'm excited about today's episode. Oh. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to be talking about IRAs. IRA. Well, what does that mean? Well, why don't I you mean, tell us, man? What I mean, does IRA if, stand for? If you live in Ireland, it means a totally different <laughs> thing. <laughs> but, but uh, I mean, but We're in America, yeah, America and finance, it means the individual retirement account. That's correct. Yeah, but uh, this one is actually, we're talking about the Roth IRA today, right? What? Yeah. The Roth? Is that your friend? I wish he was my friend. Oh, okay. I, I tried to add him on Facebook. <laughs> you don't that. have a Facebook account. I know, I know. <laughs> All right. Tell the truth. Don't be a poser. I'm just kidding. Uh, yes, we're talking about Roth IRAs, folks. Uh, we've been promising this episode for some time. I know we talked about 401ks. Uh, one of our first few episodes, right, Van? Yep, and and, and then we also talk about robo advisors and a few other right. things. And I think I think we had alluded to certain uh, Roth IRA principles, but yep. really in, in this episode, we're we're actually going to make this another two parter. So yes. um, hopefully that's uh, okay for you folks out there. But really, the, episode, the first episode is going to go over like kind of the fundamentals and it, kind of a we're also uh, Roth IRA for a one hundred one. Correct. I was going to say Roth IRA four hundred one k, but that doesn't oh, man, make sense. Man. That was a, that was a lot right there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, in the second episode, we want to kind of go over some of the more um, advanced techniques of what you can yeah. do with a Roth IRA. And there's actually, I mean, it's actually, you know, like the Transformers say, uh, more than meets the eye. <laughs> oh, oh, well done, my yeah. friend. Hey, just, just, see came, that one just came up with that oh, right man. now, man. All right, cool. <laughs> Very well done. That wasn't on script. I'm just kidding. No, no. Um, well, let's, let me set the table for you, Mr. Van. Sure. Um, a lot of people probably when they're looking through this episode, they're thinking, well, I just started working or I'm, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I just started my career. I'm mean, maybe three or four years into it. Should I really be thinking about retirement? Like, why are you guys talking about this? What What do you say to those folks out there? Clearly, they haven't been listening to a word about wealth. No, nope, first nope, of all, they have not. But I mean, I would say that yes, you should always think about retirement because again, it's you know, the the more um, the you know you don't have to put in nearly as much now versus when you're late, um, older later down the line, right? So the earlier you can start, then you know the better off you'll be. Now, do you think that there is a proper age that people should think about it? I mean, is it like literally when you start working, you can think about it? Or? I mean, t- technically, with Roth IRS, you have to um, you have to have some kind of income in order to do that. So you can't just say like, "Oh, grandmother gave me this trust fund," <laughs> and you can't really invest that uh, yep. that into a Roth IRA. But um, technically, you need to be working or have some sort of like income in order to do um, you know even invest in a Roth IRA. 
Perfect. But I mean, if you can, if you had an income, you know, mowing lawns and all that, then yeah, by yeah. all means, start, hey, start your Roth IRA. Go for it. Good yeah. for you. Kudos. Uh, well, we talked about 401ks before, right, man? Right. And we, we had mentioned that that was a, a retirement tool that was offered through a, your employer, right? Typically. So at that time, I recall us talking briefly about an IRA. You just described that as the individual retirement account. Um, there are different types of IRAs out there. The most, what are the most common? So there's, there's yeah, sort of two main common ones. Uh, yeah. One is called a traditional IRA. And that one is um, more, it acts very much like a 401k where all your contributions are pre-tax. Yep. Um, now, and on the, on the flip side, there's some, there's another IRA called a Roth IRA. And that one is instead of putting pre-tax contributions to that account, you put in post-tax contributions. But Perfect. the benefit with the post-tax contributions when you, you know, take it out, you know, later down the line, um, it's, it's completely tax-free. So whatever balance you see in your Roth IRA, that's completely yours. And Uncle Sam, you know, he, he can, Keep his hands out of that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Hands off, Uncle Sam. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, the, the, but the reason is because you've already paid tax on it up front already. So, I mean, yep. it's not you're not double dipping at this point. Perfect. Yeah. So, wh- uh, I know that we chose to focus really on Roth IRAs. Is there a lot of folks probably out there are thinking why don't why aren't we talking about traditional IRAs? Oh, I would what say your thoughts. I mean, that? the main reason is because I mean, it really follows a lot of similar principles as a four hundred one k. So, yep. I mean, if we're talking about traditional IRA, we're going to be repeating a lot of things that we talked about in our four hundred one k episode. But again, for Roth IRA, there are some fundamental differences, like yep. the ones I've mentioned. Perfect. Yeah. So, one of the questions I had here is: Should I listen, even if it's not something I can do today? Uh, absolutely, because. Because you don't know oh, that. Absolutely. It, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> because there are, I mean, I know there are, uh, we'll, go, we'll go into more depth about this later on, but I mean, there are income limits on, you know, certain, um, if you make a certain amount, you're not supposed to, you know, be able to invest in a Roth IRA, but um, there are loopholes and things that you can do to get around those limitations. So, I mean, and we'll explain it all to you pretty soon. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, let's start with some definitions and then let's get into kind of our individual takes. Uh, you you just defined a Roth IRA. If I were to sum up, it's basically post tax contributions into your retirement account. That's the main difference between a uh, Roth versus a traditional, right, Van? Correct. Yeah. Perfect. And and against a four hundred one k. Four hundred one k. Perfect. Yeah. So why is it called Roth? Like what is <laughs> what is Roth? Okay. I, I, I didn't even know this, but I'd love for you to share with the folks here. Sure. So, I mean, here's a little history lesson for you folks. No, no, so, no. Um, I looked at this up, this up on Wikipedia last night because <laughs> I, I had the same question. I didn't yeah. know why it was called a Roth. And apparently, um, back in um, – there was a, a – what was it called? The Tax Relief of 1997. So, actually, not too long ago, right? Because a Roth IRA is actually not that old. I yeah, mean, it I'm only surprised. started in 1997. So, it's something that – you know, a lot, probably even your grandpa and your you know, your dad didn't have until much later in life. I would well, say it's a twenty year anniversary. Yeah, wow. exactly. So, uh, so back then uh, there was a big push to uh, reform some of the uh, capital gains tax structure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, back in the days, like you had like a much higher capital gains um, tax that the federal government would take. But with this tax relief act of nineteen ninety seven, um, it did a couple of things. So it, it lowered the tax, um, the highest tax, uh, highest capital gains tax rates from. Uh, I, I don't remember what it was before. It was like maybe it's like. I think it was up, um, closer to 40% or something like that, mm-hmm. right? To 20% like we, wow. that we have today. And it also um, gave birth to the Roth IRA. And the main chief legislative sponsor for that was a gentleman named uh, Senator William Roth. Ah, William yeah. Roth. William my Roth, friend. yes. Of, uh, and he was Senator <laughs> of Delaware at the time. Ah, good and, old Delaware. And the main reason, so that's the main reason why it's called a Roth um, 
IRAs because of the senator from Delaware. Very well. Yeah. Thank you for sharing and yeah. taking us down the, memory lane, Dan. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> and I, one thing, I, I'm a big fan of politics, uh, as Van knows, and I, I was looking up the legislative history on this roll call vote, and it was pretty Pretty uh, bipartisan. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, 389 yays across Republicans and Democrats. Mm-hmm. And then same thing on the senator, uh, on, in the Senate as well, 92 right. to 8. So pretty popular bill, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I mean, I think a lot of Americans are really reaping the benefits of the Roth IRA today. Yeah. So, I mean, it's something that – I mean, it was kind of – you know, a win-win yeah. for a lot of folks. I mean, I know the federal government is getting less tax revenue, yeah. but I mean, for the Ameri- uh, general American public, it's, it was a big win. Yeah. Yeah. And it encourages people to continue to save for retirement, which is really important. Exactly. Well, cool. Yeah. So, we talked a little bit about differences between uh, 401k and Roth IRAs mm-hmm. already. Uh, aside from the post and pre-taxes, do you feel like what other, I guess, differences would you say there are? I mean, there's um, there's ways that, you know, the way you, let me think here. There's different limitations on okay. each of them, right? I mean, it's like for the 401k, I mean, you have a certain um, uh, a limit that you can contribute towards your 401k. And similar to the Roth IRA, it's a totally different limitation and yeah. so forth, right? So, I mean, we'll talk about that a little bit later but um, uh, with the specifics. But, I mean, really it comes down to like um, your contributions are a little bit different and the way you withdraw them out of them. Um, some of those rules are really different between the two as well. And then, and then other differences, again, uh, a Roth IRA, you don't have to necessarily – it's not offered through your employer. Correct. Right? That's oh, like, yeah. yeah. That's, that's like point. kind of your individually – that's why it's called individual retirement. Account, Correct. Right? Yeah. It's, not, it's definitely not uh, corporate sponsored by any means. And you actually have to go out and you know, actually open a Roth IRA account with your brokerage to do this. Got it. And yeah. what, like, what, what are some of the common brokerages like? Is it just like a like, – like fidelity or yeah, something like that. Pretty okay, much. Cool. I mean, you could even do it through, um, you know, a robo advisor as well. Oh, if you don't want to do anything, right? Just plug in our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you, yeah, you know, I mean, personally, I have one through Vanguard, and um, and that's what I use. But I mean, you can use your Fidelity, your Charles Schwab, um, Betterment, Wealthfront, and yeah. so forth. So, I mean, pretty much any brokerage out there can open a Roth IRA for yep. you. And I think I speak, Van. You both, both you and I both have a Roth IRA. Is that correct? I well, do. Yeah, I, yeah, we <laughs> yeah, both, we do. both yeah. do. So mm-hmm. uh, it's something that we use as a really good vehicle for retirement right. outside of. But we also both have four one ks. Correct. Our yeah. So I guess the the question I had there was, can you do it at the same time? Of course. Yeah, you can do. I mean, because these are two totally different buckets. Um, yep. So you can contribute to them um, both independently. But mm-hmm. um, now we mentioned earlier with the traditional IRA and Roth IRA, those ones, those are those kind of actually share the same bucket. So, for instance, uh, there is a limit. Um, this uh, in 2017, there's a limit of fifty five hundred dollars um, that you can put in either your traditional IRA or your Roth IRA. And the thing is, you could put it in both, but the balances of those two uh, buckets cannot exceed that fifty five hundred. Now, if you're over fifty years old, you can put in an extra you know a thousand, so you can put in sixty five hundred. But again, you have to split it amongst those two buckets. Got yeah, it. So it gets a little bit. It's a little bit more uh, you know complicated. But I mean, as far as four hundred one k and your IRA, then those are completely different buckets that you can contribute to. Got it. Yeah. So a natural question from that will then be: Why would if I guess why would someone? What are the advantages of contributing to a traditional versus a Roth? You know, like Roth, we know is going to be you don't get taxed later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why would someone want to split up? Like, what scenario would that be? So let's see. I mean, it's this like 
there's really I don't can't think of any real good reason why you want to do that to be mm. honest. I mean, the only uh, maybe if you want to because with your traditional IRA you can lower your in, uh, taxable income that year, right? Correct. So that you can pay less taxes that year, but I mean, you know, between like, you know, within that small window of 5500, I mean, it's not yeah, a lot that you, you exactly. could really get, you have a wiggle room uh, wiggle room for, right? Yeah. I mean, it could be like I mean, if it was like $20,000 difference then sure, but I mean, a $5500 difference, I mean, yeah. there's really no no real good reason to do that. So it's like either you choose one or the other, right? I either would, take the full yeah. thing cuz it's most beneficial now right. or don't and do it all later, right? Exactly, yeah. Got it. Cool. But uh, just actually one thing I forgot to mention is um, at your work can also have something called Roth 401k. Oh. And that one is actually um, it's basically a employer sponsored uh, like, um, you know retirement account that's mm-hmm. uh, it's essentially you're contributing post tax dollars into your 401k instead of pre tax dollars. Got it. Yeah, so I mean, it. but it's uh, but everything else is pretty much the same cool. <laughs> with the Roth 401k. So wow. So mm-hmm. there's so just so that we're keeping tally, mm-hmm. there is a traditional IRA, mm-hmm. a Roth IRA. Right. Which we're talking about today. There's a 401k, mm-hmm. and then there's also things like called a Roth 401k. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Is there a well? Oh yeah. The last combination would be a traditional 401k, which would be <laughs> which is not really anything. Well, no, tra- traditional 401k is just a regular. It's just 401k. a 401k. Yeah. yeah, that's right. No, that's a good point. Very funny. Um, okay, so. Uh, we had a section here about Roth IRAs and where they offered. You kind of alluded to this earlier. It's yep. usually through a brokerage. Yep. Um, and mm-hmm. is there a cost to set something like this up? It depends on the brokerage. I mean, most brokerages, um, at least the most discount brokerages like uh, Fidelity or Vanguard, they don't offer. Um, they, there's really no cost other than the fees that they um, that they charge for the investment funds that you invest in, right? Um, right. But there's really no other charge other than that. But I mean, if you go with your financial advisor and so forth, I mean, they may have different fee structures. I mean, you know, again, you, you know how I love fees <laughs> um, on oh, I, uh, on opening I, I, these. I, I thought you love. Oh yeah, I know you love. Fees. Oh yeah, yeah, it's one of your favorite things. Fees, fees, fees. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, like, to, to your point, it's just, it's just, it depends on you know where you actually invest your Roth IRA. In. Yeah, yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I know a lot of people love about a four hundred one k is that you hear about oh, there's matching and mm-hmm. and employ- but if it's not offered through your work, is there a matching structure here? Not at all. So oh. I mean, again, it's, you're doing this on your own. So got I it. mean. Uh, nobody's really matching it for you. Government, no, no, doesn't want to give you free money. No, I mean, if anything, they want to take a little bit of that money. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. So how does how does it work if it? You know, I know that a four hundred one k. We talked about how that's literally taken from your paycheck directly, put into that retirement account mm-hmm. on your behalf. How do you do it for Roth IRA if it's not tied to your work? So since it's not tied to your work, you actually have to do some homework, right? Or okay. you have to do some work where one, you have to go and open up a Roth IRA through your brokerage account. Yeah. And then secondly, um, you can, I mean, you can do it a couple of ways. You can either uh, decide to take, you know, write a check or do one whole lump sum of like that 5,500 and just mm, chunk okay. it, throw it at your Roth IRA, which is fine. I mean, that, that way is really good too. Or if you don't have that much cash on you, you can always have it automatically deducted out of your checking account, um, you know, a certain amount. So that way, Got it. um, you know, you, you know, up to the amount that you want to contribute that year, right? Got it. Yeah. But With it's a just a max of 5,500. Correct. Yeah. Got or, I mean, or 6,500 if you're over 50. Got right. It. But I mean, again, it's just, you can just, uh, it does require some math. I mean, I know certain brokerage websites will, um, you know, may not give you that. Um, let me see. What, what, what am I trying to say here? So you have to kind of be careful because you don't want to go above the limitations of mm-hmm. the contributions. And some websites are smart enough to let you uh, to warn you of that, and some of them aren't. So you have to know um, which ones will let you do that. 
Oh man, what happens if you go beyond? You do get penalized. What? Yeah, so you, I don't. Oh, you know, geez. I don't. I think you get penalized like some something along the lines of ten percent or something wow. like that. So you have Be to make sure then. not to. I mean, actually, that might not even be right. But I know you get penalized some way, got it, or some form or another. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Van, in the notes here, you put, you know, uh, wanting to make a big difference, uh, a distinction, I should say, between a contribution and a conversion. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you mean by that? So, a contribution is like when you, let's say you want to just contribute, uh, contribute. Yeah, let me define something <laughs> yeah. by using the same word, right? Let's say you want to put money into your Roth IRA, you know, um, 5500 amount and you want yeah. to just keep, just put money, withdraw money from your bank account into your Roth IRA. Yep. That's called a contribution. So you're essentially contributing it through it using your bank account. Yep. Uh, conversion is a little bit different because if, let's say you have, you are working at uh, one company, you, just, you quit that company, now you have just 401k, right? Um, so it, that 401k, you, you have a few options. You can either keep it there or you could convert it into a, a Roth IRA. Got right? it. So the conversion is kind of like you're taking it from one, like, a retirement entity into putting into uh, converting into another entity Got uh, it. into your Roth IRA versus contributions. You're just directly putting money into it. Got it. Yeah. So when you talk about the fifty five hundred limit, mm-hmm. you're talking about contribution, correct? Not conversion, correct? You so can convert as much. That is absolutely correct. So you Got can it. convert as much money you have in your four hundred one k or whatever that's qualified um, that's allow you to do the conversion. Got it. Yeah. Very cool. Now, if that amount that you're wanting to convert from one, let's say a 401k, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at your previous employer and you want to move it into your Roth, do you need, do you need to pay taxes right up front or how does that work? So, um, there is a couple of ways to do it. Yeah. So essentially you do because you've already paid, um, you didn't pay any taxes up front. Right. So when you convert to a Roth, then, um, you do pay taxes, but there are ways to get around to minimizing that tax yep. because you can um, you can con- um, basically convert in a way um, where you don't have to convert the whole entire amount. So you can convert oh, like your know, partial conversion and things like Got that, it. right? Um, so it does get a little complex. It right? does. Okay. So that gets into the whole like, um, you know, um, you know, th- that's not something that's very typical, I would say, that people would do. I mean, I would say is, is if you know that you're not going to have an income that year or you, you have a very low income, then you can do, you know, that what I said. So that way you can you know, pay as little taxes as possible. Yeah. But I mean, uh, if you're still working um, and have a, per- a decent income, then I wouldn't really do that quite yeah. yet. You just pay the, the taxes on it. Exactly. Or, or just leave it there. Because it's it, option. Yeah, exactly. Because it essentially becomes, uh, you know, when everything you convert over, it counts as income that year. So, oh. like, if you're making you know, $50,000 a year and you you convert over 30000 then your income that year is $80,000. Yeah. So, so that's, you know, something that you have to, you know, see. You know, there's ways to optimize it, but I mean, you want to try to do that when you don't, you're either not working or you have very low income. Got like, on. you know, like with Mr. Wesley, who wrote us, to, uh, wrote into us a few weeks ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's one of his options is because he wants to know if he can convert it since he's already at 15% um, tax bracket, which I think is, you know, perfectly good time yeah. to do so. Totally makes sense. But that's, to your point, not a, that's a very specific, unique, that's, that's more of the exception than the rule. Exactly. Uh, when it yeah. comes to that. Mm-hmm. So why is this contribution versus conversion such an important point for you? Uh, I just want to show the difference because, like you said, okay. the contribution you, there is a limit there, whereas conversion there is no limit. So, which kind of ties into like episode two of this um, Roth IRA conversation yep. because you have to understand the, that those two uh, terms are completely different, Understood. and there's um, and there's uh, loopholes and things you can do with the conversion part that you can't necessarily do with the um, with the contribution. Got it. Yeah. So one thing that I always feel like it's funny because I, I I know I've talked to a few people about 
when it, when they talk about 401ks or Roth IRAs or whatnot is that they think they just – once you put the money in, you're golden. Yeah. But you actually have to do something with that money, right? You Otherwise, you're just putting money into what? Like it's basically an account that's not making any interest. Correct. So, right? Because what do you actually have to do once it's actually in there? So, it, it really depends on the brokerage, right? So, yeah. like I would say for like a Vanguard, it, it automatically puts it into like a settlement fund, which is basically cash. <laughs> yeah. So, it doesn't get invested at all. Whereas in my Betterment account, if I were to open one up and open up a Roth IRA, it would actually start investing in it on day one. Oh, really? Yeah, so it, it, I think I thought most people... People were the, the former than the latter. I would wow. say most most brokerages are um, like Vanguard, yeah. where they just kind of put it in like cash. But yeah, um, but I mean, that's cool. But I mean, it, it, there are a lot of other services where they just kind of automatically put you at, like either in like a target date fund yeah. or something like that, where it actually gets invested, you know, in one way or another. Well, so keep in mind, folks, just know that if you put money into your four hundred one k or your Roth IRA, you actually have to. May do the work to actually put it and allocate those funds right. to certain accounts. Otherwise, just sitting there and you're not, it's still going towards your retirement. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not invested over time. Right. And I would say, I mean, go ahead and listen to back to our 401k episode yeah. because we kind of gave a, a pretty, I mean, I thought it was a decent primer yeah, on exactly. what, um, what you should, um, you know, for basically the type of investor you are. I mean, exactly. how you should invest it. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. So, Van, should, the question then becomes, let's say uh, one of our listeners, they, they don't have a Roth IRA right now. Mm-hmm. Would you say that they should contribute? What are some of the pros and cons? I mean, I would say if you have money, if you have extra money laying around that you're it's just sitting in your bank account, then absolutely yep. invest in a Roth IRA. Because you know, if it's sitting in a bank account, it's not going to do anything yep. for you. If anything, it's going to lose money or you're going to have a bigger propensity to want to spend that money. Yep. But then if it's in a Roth IRA or some kind of account, then it's just locked away out there. So you're not tempted to do anything dumb with it, right? Exactly. So I would say that absolutely if you have extra money. Um, as far as pros, uh, again, it's... It follows kind of similar principles as the 401k, right? So, um, really, um, because it's post-tax dollars, every every single bit of interest that you earn is absolutely 100% your money. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm actually, I actually have a math you know, example here oh, as well. Oh, math time. <laughs> yeah, math time. So... Um, so sim- it's going to be a similar example as I had with the 401k, actually. Okay. So let's assume that you start today and, and contribute 5500 per year for the next 30 years, right? And let's say you have an interest rate of about 10% on average um, that you gain every single year for those 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guess guess how much you're going to get, Kevin, you know, at the end of 30 years? Mm-hmm. 200,000. 200. Oh, no, that's way more than that, sir. Oh. Yeah. You actually, you might be, my friend. You'll be, you'll basically be a millionaire Whoa. in 30 years. Yeah. So, <laughs> and the cool thing is that, I mean, it's again, that million dollars is completely yours and you don't have to factor in, you know, anything towards for Uncle Sam with that. So, um, which is a big con with the 401k because even if you were to earn a million dollars in your 401k, you have to, uh, you know, set some of that money aside to pay your income, ordinary income taxes then. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with the Roth IRA, you don't have to worry about that at all. But but it's kind of cool though. I mean, with this compound interest, you put in one hundred sixty five thousand, you know, in your principal for those thirty years, and your gains are like well over eight eight hundred thousand, wow. right? And I mean, that's that's, that's just nuts. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Compound interest, man. Jeez. <laughs> 
Um, what about withdrawal flexibility? I know that that was something you had wanted to talk about. Correct. So with the Roth IRA, there's a ton of uh, there's a ton of ways you can withdraw that doesn't um, that isn't that doesn't penalize you. And I actually want to move that to the next week episode. If we okay. Can, perfect. Be, because um, it gets kind of hairy. Okay. <laughs> on the ways that we can do it, because with the like for your four hundred one k when you withdraw, like I mean, you could do like what you call a four hundred one k loan. Yeah. Which is um, you know you can withdraw I think up to fifty percent or up to fifty thousand of your or uh, 401k balance, but you have to pay that back and you, have, you pay your, yourself back with that, right? Um, with a Roth IRA, there's really no such thing as a loan per se yeah. because you can take out just the, the principal, for instance, right? But I mean, depending uh, I depending on if it's a contribution versus a conversion, um, there's different rules for each, each type. So Doesn't again, I, I, like I, I want to move that to next, next week's, week's episode if we can. Perfect. Yeah. Well, what are some of the just broad stroke cons then with regards to it contributing to a four way? Uh, sorry, in a Roth IRA. Um, let's see. So a Roth IRA. So the cons are again, returns aren't guaranteed. Sure. Right. Um, so essentially, it's going to have the same type of risk that your four hundred one k will have, and, yep. and it's not like you know good old days when we had the pen- Mr. Pension, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, it's kind of too bad we don't have that. No. But, <laughs> but again, it's just something that is not guaranteed, and I mean if. You are going to uh, be subjected to all the market fluctuations that any, any um, stock market investor is going to deal with. Um, again, uh, another con is um, there is a contribution limitation that, that I mentioned earlier. Uh, there um, in 2017 again is 5,500 if you're under 50 years old, and 6,500 a year if you're over 50 years old. So they call that kind of what they call the catch-up period, right? Yep. So it's just a, a way for you to um, you know. Uh, just keep that in mind again is if you go over that amount, there are some penalties involved. Um, and then the last con I have here is really the income limit. So, um, and again, there is a way to get around this, but on paper, um, if you're single filing, you know, actually you're filing single, um, then the, if you make more than 133,000, then technically you're not supposed to hmm. be able to, um, contribute to a Roth IRA. Um, for married filing joint, um, if you, technically if you make over one hundred ninety six thousand, again you're technically not supposed to be able to uh, put it into a Roth IRA. But yeah. again, loopholes, 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 right? Yeah. I know we're teasing like this episode two. I know it's gonna be doozy. It's gonna be <laughs> epic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to hype it up too much. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna be talking about finance. Yeah. Um, but again, like I know, I just want to put a disclaimer here. I know in a prior episode I had stated like wrong, um, you know, income limits here. But I, I did do the research, and these are the the correct income limits for 2017. Perfect. Yeah. So 133 and then 196. But every year you should be checking these limits because they're always changing. So correct. keep those things in mind. Um, yeah, because I, I wouldn't be surprised if the next year's limit is uh, you know six thousand yeah. for um, you know, and then six thousand and seven thousand for you know, yeah, for people over fifty. Perfect. Yeah. Well, Van, I, I think we've reached the conclusion of episode one. Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty short episode. Pretty short episode yeah. um, because we wanted to make sure that the basic stuff, frankly, it's not all that complex. No. That's why. And ultimately, it is pretty straightforward. The next week's episode is really going to start diving a little bit deeper into some of the complexities. I know we wanted to keep it simple, stupids. <laughs> but um, with regards to Roth 401, uh, sorry, jeez. Now you got all these different Roths mm-hmm. in my head. Uh, Roth, <laughs> Roth IRAs. Um, there are definitely some interesting things that I think is int- uh, would be good to share with everybody. Sure. So uh, tune in for that. Um, definitely would w- love for you guys to hear about that and see if it can be applicable mm-hmm. to helping you build your own wealth. For sure. And again, if you have any questions, comments, or topics um, that you want us to cover, please uh, email us at a word about wealth at gmail.com. Again, um, please 
you know, rate and review us. I mean, it's just something that, you know, we really truly appreciate everyone who's done that already and we'll even appreciate it more if you can. And again, it doesn't need to be super eloquent <laughs> or anything. Just, uh, you know, just let us, you know, just a one or two liner would be, you know, good enough for us actually. So again, Absolutely. just feel free to, um, share this podcast with your friends and family and, you know, hopefully, um, you know, our sultry voices is, <laughs> will be entertaining for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Take care guys. We'll yeah. talk to you soon. See ya.